Are you ready when <coughs> I am ready? Mm -hmm. Well, we already have 500,000 viewers. <laughs> um, I don't think that I am um, ready prepared for that. <laughs> okay. You good to go? Um, yes, at least on, but on the stream it shows, oh, okay, you just did Never mind. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't... Oh, you started the recording and I wasn't ready. No. <laughs> I can go live whenever you want to go live. I thought you said that you were ready when I was ready and I said I was ready and then you weren't ready. So now I'm confused. I was, are you, I are you was ready? ready and then I wasn't ready. <laughs> now you're unready? Confusion occurred, but I am okay right now. Okay. Um, yes, I have show notes. Okay, we're good. Okay. And welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, Maybe More. My name is Michael, and with me as always is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty good, Mike, as always. As always. We're having, we're getting summer over here. It's warm. <sighs> so are we. Um, and I actually had planned to put this out there, like, pretty much right now. Is full disclosure, you might hear background noise. Um, because I do have the door what? open. So oh, that I can okay. get some sort of breeze going on in here. I closed the window. That's how professional I am. I am not professional. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> I am not going to be sweating and dying in here because it gets pretty hot um, in the second floor over here, especially in the afternoon. Hmm. And we're starting to head into that time frame and I'm not going to deal with that, no. Oh, you're in the second floor? Yes. Oh, didn't know that. I thought you were on ground floor. Nope, we are on the second floor and heat rises. Yeah. So, do you have uh, apartments above you as well? No, we're lucky enough that right now, actually, okay. a lot of like our area does not do three stories. Okay, okay. Yeah. So at least you don't have, you know, because I have an apartment on top of my uh, our apartment. So we have apartments all the way around us. So, okay. so we're we're like boxed in when mm -hmm. it comes to heat. I I had that before when I lived in the city. Um, mm. I was on the sixth floor in a 10 story building mm. and it was just enclosed everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We actually sort of, we're looking for actually, well, not looking, looking, but we're, you know, just slowly starting looking mm. here and there and, and, uh, we might move to another city, uh, where we can then actually afford living places where we would have like our own little garden and stuff like that so oh, nice. like a proper house um so we're looking into it maybe in 2022 uh or something like that yeah I mean, always best to start browsing early yeah exactly we'll see what happens we need to get a little bit more past the whole corona situation mm -hmm. first i think and, and other other things so all right well there's a quick life update from both of yeah, us go. Uh, what do you say we jump in and we start kind of talking about some nerdy stuff because we we didn't we didn't do an episode last week simply because we were both kind of because of nerdy stuff yeah um we ditched the podcast in order to play video games together <laughs> we kind of needed a bit of a break so uh we just kind of hung out as friends often do, we grabbed Tom and we played a game together and it was a lot of fun. We'll talk about that in just a little bit because as always, we're going to start off with what we may have been 
watching, and I think it's mm-hmm. just me that's been watching stuff. Um, I mean, the thing is that Critical I'm... role, yes, we get it. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. You start out, and then I can talk about Critical role after that. <laughs> um, I jumped back into Demon Slayer, which is an anime, and it's a very good anime. Um, okay. It's very visceral. It's I've been watching it on Crunchyroll, which is the anime uh, streaming site, and it is really, really good. Um, it doesn't pull its punches. It is animated very well. It doesn't have, at least from what I've seen, like some of those trappings that people who don't like anime, they tend to not like the whole uwu side of it. Um, when it gets all cutesy and things like that, even in a lot of bigger animes, it kind of gets like that every now and then. This one so far, I haven't seen much of that. It's been pretty much once it hits the ground, it just starts going. Um, okay. It's dark. It's about uh, demons and things along that nature. This kid's sister has been. Mm, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything because I think the first episode kind of starts it off and leads you into it, and it's kind mm-hmm. of the crux of the anime itself. Just know that the am- animation is top notch. The story is great. Um, it's just really well done across the board. So if you're looking for an anime and you like action based animes and you have not seen any of Demon Slayer, give it a go. You will not be disappointed. All right, maybe maybe I will when I'm done with the next 80 episodes of uh, <laughs> Critical Role. One thing, you know, being behind on Critical Role is a little bit annoying at the moment, especially since they had the finale on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people are obviously being like, oh, what a great story and making quick recaps and <laughs> uh, highlights, best moment videos and stuff like that. And it's all popping up in my feed because, you know, I'm, I'm watching Critical Role. So I'm, I'm like, oh my God, I really want to get to the end now. Uh, I'm really curious to see where the hell it will all end out. And I'm only 80 episodes away, Mike. 80 episodes <laughs> of roughly four hours of length so that's 320 hours michael that is four it's two weeks non-stop <laughs> critical role watching that i'm behind um looks like it's so time yeah. to take a vacation i mean sure take a three-week vacation binge it all i mean if if i had a money tree mike if i had a money tree oh if we had the money tree <laughs> <laughs> if we had a money tree, the world would be ridiculous. Um, money would have no value. We'd find something else to destroy our lives with. <laughs> but yeah, but no. Besides that, I actually because I know you watched this. I don't remember if we talked about it, but Mortal Kombat, yes, twenty twenty one came out of the movie. Um, I, th- I I I I'd say let's wait with talking about it until next week because I started watching it and I fell asleep. Not because it's bad, not because it's boring. It's just because I was tired. Okay, <laughs> so I was, yeah, yeah. I no, no. Like, it, I don't it, think I'm gonna I, have I this really, conversation. <laughs> I really, I really liked uh, what I saw. I really liked that it was bloody. They they showed pretty much everything in the forty minutes that I watched mm-hmm. of it. Um, so yeah, it's basically it was just I was just too tired when I started watching it. So it happens. I will get on it. Yeah, I will get on it. I will be. I will have it to watch for the next uh, show. Which will be in two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, so I have plenty of time to get through yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Selena and I had sat down to watch uh, last weekend. We were going to watch Thor: Dark World um, because it's mm-hmm. next up in our Marvel Cinematic thing, 
And we're sitting there, we're going through it, and Selena starts talking about how she's tired. And she mm-hmm. wants to nap. And I had asked her earlier in the day, because I was tired earlier in the day, and I was like, hey, is it, you want to take a nap? And she's like, right now, no. So she waits till it's late, and then she wants to nap. And I don't take late naps because it messes up my sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, we didn't get to watch the movie. Because by the time she got up, it was already like 8 or 9 o'clock, and I don't be starting movies that late because I'm an old man and I have a bedtime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't watch the movie yet. Pretty sure we'll figure something out there. Um, but yeah. this kind of leads me not necessarily into, like, it's not a clean segue, but I did have a bit of a moment where I think I was on Instagram and they were talking about a new Willy Wonka movie. It's like a Willy Wonka Origins movie. Like mm-hmm. they're going to show him when he's younger. And one, I don't care about Willy Wonka lore <laughs> enough to really like care <laughs> about his origins. But at the same time, it doesn't affect me in any way, right? Like I've seen the original mm-hmm. and I really, really love the original. And I've seen um, the one with Johnny Depp and I, I could give or take that one. Like it was me. Um, but what really upset me was of course I let comment section get to me. It's not even my my post, and I let the comment section get to me because everyone always every time there's a reboot or a remake of something, suddenly their childhood is ruined. And mm. I don't understand it one bit. How is your childhood ruined for something that you one haven't seen and two in no way did it get rid of the original? The original is still there. You have a choice to not watch this remake slash reboot. And as much as people like to say, well, the original still stands on its own. Why do we need to do this remake? Is that an original movie, if you're trying to get a new generation into this world, the original will not connect with them always on the same level that it connected with us. Whether, especially if it comes to like comedy movies, because comedy is very much etched into the time that it was made. Um, some kids like certain animation styles and acting. And if you look at a lot of older movies, a lot of them are slow. Like they're really mm. slow. And just nowadays, it's a different vibe when you watch a movie. Like a lot of younger generation, they prefer it to be a little bit more fast paced. And that's not a knock against them or anything like that. It's just a different Mm. viewing type. And it just upsets me when people, just because they enjoy something, something new or a reimagining of that suddenly destroys their entire fragile image of what the original was. Yeah, I think I have like a love-hate relationship with reboots and remakes. Um, Because on one hand, I'm like... I think I think one of the main issues is that there's been a lot of cases where there's been some really really bad. Remakes. Yes, I agree. Um, and that obviously is not fun for anyone. Um, but then the, there is some where it's like, "Ooh, this is actually cool. It's a new take on it," or you know, it's just updated to to today's standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few movies that comes to mind is it. Yeah. Uh, if you go back and watch the original, it's like not that scary anymore. Not at all. <laughs> it's actually laughable sometimes. Um, where the the, the the reboot, the remakes, uh, actually is quite well done, mm-hmm. um, and that 
I think it's difficult to say if they actually are better than the original. I think not necessarily if you know if you put the the, the rose tinted goggles on. I don't think they're better. But if you just watch it for what it is uh, today and and with updated graphics and uh, effects and stuff like that, then it actually quite it is quite well. It's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good uh, little mini series. So so it's the when it's done well when it's done right then i think it's cool and i think that's down that's you know the, the key to it if 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 the craftsmanship is top notch mm-hmm. then you, then i think you could reboot remake most things yeah so i think i spoke about this recently where uh, i'm not a huge fan at least in terms of my love for the original and even the prequel trilogy of star wars like I love those movies and compared to how I enjoy them I don't enjoy the sequel trilogy as much that being said mm. I would still if somebody put it on I would still watch them um, even yeah. The Last Jedi which I've only watched once I saw it in theaters and I didn't like it all, all that much and I've only watched it the one time so I probably need to go back and just like take myself out of like the Star Wars equation and just kind of watch it and try to enjoy it for what it is because um, hmm. I'm pretty sure there's an enjoyable film in there um, but I for the longest I've realized that I'm I have created as we all kind of do we create these bubbles in social media where we're trapped within an echo chamber and I've just kept hmm. seeing like all this negativity towards the sequel trilogy and I was also turning around and saying it as well because I was like yeah I don't really like it all that much either um, and then I rewatched episode seven and I was like, okay, it's clearly that this is like almost shot for shot, like the original trilogy kind of jammed into one movie. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, is that necessarily a bad thing? No, because it's still entertaining. It's still a good time. It's some of that star Wars feel that we all know and love. Um, I'm not a huge fan of some of the characters, but okay, whatever I can get past that. Um, it's still an enjoyable movie. And what really pushed it for me to take myself away from this regurgitation of I don't like it, therefore nobody likes it, and in my echo chamber nobody likes it, therefore no one likes it, is mm-hmm. I've mentioned it when Selena and I went to Disneyland. And we, I saw so many people there recently that were represented in a different way that I am not a part of that sector or that group of people. I saw so many like little girls that had their hair done up like Ray and little kids with lightsabers and even like grown like uh black men dressed within like uh thin jackets and things like that and i'm like while the films may not have resonated with me as strongly as the previous ones did it definitely Mm. resonated with a large enough group of people out there that it deserves to be treated as like hey i may not like it but that's no reason for me to put it down like other people enjoy it and they obviously it's bringing in a new generation of people to enjoy star wars so i just get really upset when i keep seeing people talk about childhood being ruined (laughs) i'm like you sorry but you had a fragile childhood then i mean how can your childhood be ruined when you already are grown up exactly it, you know, if it's ruined, then it, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, h- hating on the last Jedi, I feel like it's totally all right. It's <laughs> because that that particular movie. First of all, I I just really dislike Ryan Johnson and how he interacted with with the fans. Mm-hmm. Second of all, there's so many things in that movie that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, you know, the bombers. Mm-hmm. 
that has to fly over the spaceship in space to drop the yeah. bombs. It, you're in freaking space. Just turn the freaking bombers around and drop the bombs. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, Marty. Okay, it's for cinematic purposes. Stop trying to put yeah. logic and physics involved, okay? But it, it's like such a small detail that just doesn't make sense, you know? And then I think then I think it just... When it's such a small detail that doesn't make sense, then it breaks mm. it. Um, so yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think let's not go into that. We, I think we can rant about the, the new <laughs> Star Wars movies, yeah. like for for a full show. Or All five. right. Well, let's not do that. Instead, let's let's jump into let's let everybody know why we abandoned them last week. What did we okay. end up doing? Well, we, we we abandoned. Them. We decided to 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 play some games together, you, me, and and mm-hmm. Tom, uh, and we dr- jumped into a small game called Warhammer Vermintide Number mm-hmm. Two. Uh, because uh, I think Tom, Tom and I had played it together with a few other friends before. I don't think you. Were I was. We, we played it. with Frasley. Oh, you was. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't just. Then I just yeah forgot about it. It's I'm okay. Sorry. It happens quite um, frequently. Yeah. Who are you uh, again? Just some guy. Um. Okay. Hi, guy. <laughs> um. But anyway, we jumped in and and played it, and it's just a blast. It's just a fun game. It it's, it's something where you can just jump in, play some hours with some friends, and then then it's perfectly. You know, good times. Yes. That, that, that just yeah, happened. for those who don't know, uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2 is essentially a hack and slash style game in the vein of Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2, um, things like that, where you're mm-hmm. going. You have a general objective, and you're going through waves of enemies, you're scaling castles, going through marshes, going through farmsteads, and battling all of these. Um, minor creatures that are killed in one hit and then there's bigger creatures that require teamwork in order to down they have massive abilities that knock certain people off the edge even when they're at full health and then they die they can't be revived (laughs) um it's definitely a lot of fun and there's probably so much more to it Mm -hmm. that we didn't even know because we're just jumping in for the first or second time just kind of having fun with it i actually played it a little bit more after we were done, I played it the next day uh, for a couple okay. hours with a different I did, character. Yeah, I did, con- I did consider checking it out a little bit more. Uh, maybe I still will. I still have it installed. I mean, I hope that we can find another day where the three of us can jump in and just have some fun with it. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe I'll, I'll check it out a little bit more. Yeah, if you're looking for something to play with some friends, like over the internet, definitely check it out. It's just... it's not super difficult if you put it on the easiest setting which we did uh, <laughs> and it's not that difficult it's a lot of fun and then just be prepared because i think we put it on normal as like our last thing of the day and we died mm-hmm. so this was right after marty said i think we got this yep good time we didn't yeah, yeah. it was a good time even though we didn't <laughs> we didn't have it all right well i picked up a new game um well it came out a little while ago but it's still relatively new, and it's actually called New Pokemon Snap on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, and I was a huge fan of the original Pokemon Snap on the Nintendo 64, which is very weird because it's the most basic idea ever. You are on rails, essentially. You're in this vehicle, and it moves on its own. And you're on an island or in the jungle or somewhere else in a cave, and you are simply tasked with taking pictures of Pokemon. And yes, that's all there is to it. You point and you take the pictures. You can grab things like apples and other balls and the Pokeflute to make the Pokemon do different things. 
and they can interact with you in different ways so that you can get a better photo because the professor will grade your photo after you take the picture of it. So you might have a basic Pikachu, but then if you play the Pokey Flute, Pikachu might start to do a little bit of a dance, and then it'll make your photo a little bit better, uh, worth more points, because it's like, hey, Pikachu's not just chilling, Pikachu's dancing. People like to see crazy things. So you do that, you just go through the different worlds, there's some mystery going on, which is kind of irrelevant to the entire experience. It's just kind of some background reasoning to get you out there taking pictures, and it kind of has the Animal Crossing effect. Where at some point you look and you're like, why why do I enjoy this game? I don't know, but I just do. <laughs> and I'm going to play it again. So the new Pokemon Snap is a lot of fun. It's very chill. It's very relaxing. There's no real stress going on. Um, the professor has horrible taste in pictures. So the things that you think look really good, he scores low because the Pokemon is not big in the picture. Um, he has horrible sense of art. But it's still a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Um, it's just a nice way to get away. Check out Pokemon Snap if you haven't already. No. <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Pokemon is just not really my cup of tea, I think. When it, I, the thing is, the thing I'm, I'm just, you know little bit too old mm. for Pokemon. I was never it was never a big part of, of I knew it was there, but it was never a big part of me growing up. Um and I just I played Pokemon Go, um and but I think that's more for we played a lot together with my uh, I played a lot together with my girlfriend, so it was like a good reason to also get, go out and, and you know uh, mm-hmm. go for a walk and, and things like that. But at the end of the day I d I'm not really attached to it at all. Don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. You're not hurting my feelings. I still enjoy it. <laughs> I grew up with it though, so Yeah. I mean I know I know of quite a few people who grew up with it who are like, you know, up heads over heels for it, so, so yeah. Uh, just a my cup of tea. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Something I like sometimes that you don't like is uh, survival good. Yep, that's right. Not the not the biggest fan of the old survival. <laughs> so I jumped on on board or under under board, under water. I don't know. Jumped in the water. Uh, I tried uh, Subnautica. Um, I saw that recently, like very recently, yeah, by the, in the end of May, a new uh, Subnautica Below Zero came out. I've never played the original. I didn't really. Pl- I don't really actually know how I came across this and was like, this is something I should check out because I don't have a good track record with survival games. Uh, there's a few I'm like this is so much fun uh, Valheim being you know one of them but there's also some of them I'm, I'm just like oh like Ark really hate Ark it's so grindy um, and I don't know how I, I I don't remember the reason why I decided to check out uh, Subnautica but I did and I'm so happy that I did because I really I think this is one of the best survival games out there in, in my opinion because um, there's actually story elements there that you can follow all the way through. Um, you're stranding on stranded on a on a, 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 a you know water planet, um, and you actually have the goal to get off the planet again. Uh, and there's a whole storyline there that I won't go into too many details. I won't spoil it for you, but um, but I, fi- I found it quite interesting. And when it comes to all the crafting that you need to do, I actually feel like it's not super grindy not super taxing obviously there's still stuff you need to collect and find and 
and things like that. Uh, but I actually felt like, because I think I ended up having like three different bases around the map, just uh, three, maybe four actually, four different bases that I built up um, on, on in different places on the map just to, to have different places to go to depending on what kind of materials are needed and things like that. So. So that was it. Was it was all pretty cool. Uh, the only thing uh, is that towards the end, I did sort of have to sometimes look to a guide or just look where where do I need to go because there was just some places where um, I would probably have figured it out eventually, um, but I didn't feel like I already spent like almost sixty hours in the game when I finished it. I think fifty or sixty, some somewhere around those times. Um, so I did feel like I was stuck for quite a while where I wasn't sure what to do and um, but, but I do feel like every evening that I played it that I g did get a little bit of progress so that's what I'm saying I would probably eventually have figured out where to go next if I just uh, you know would have had patience for it which I didn't I wanted to see the story and, and get through it so but overall really 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 enjoyed Subnautica I did it was a, it was a really good game um, and actually uh, a game where I have all the achievements oh, nice. are one, and technically I just need to log into the game and go to one of my my bases and pick up a fish that I have in a base and release it into the water and then I would have all the achievements. The only thing is that's the, the, the base that is way, way, way deep underground somewhere. I actually think you watched me play at some point where I needed to sail down there by, in my uh, submarine. Um, so that's why I haven't just done it. Uh, I could probably do it, log in now. But, but the thing is, it would probably take me like 20 <laughs> minutes to do it because I need to go there, all the way down and back up. But overall, really, really enjoying the game. Super, super fun. Um, I yeah, really like you said, I, I did watch you play a bit of it. Uh, and these games, they always... Subnautica was one of those ones that I did... It did catch me when it first came out. Uh, like, it was on my radar. Mm -hmm. And I was interested, and then I think somewhere along the lines, I kind of noticed that it was very survival-ish, and I was like, mm, mm -hmm. me and survival games, uh, we we don't walk no. hand in hand. <laughs> no. I, I, do, I do feel like when it comes to the survival aspect, that's a little bit on the lighter side, so it might actually be something potentially that you would enjoy a little bit more than the others, um, but, you know, I know that you're not super keen on, on, on that aspect of yeah. gaming, so... No, it, it 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 would it. I think it would be. I, I wouldn't guarantee that you would like it, but I think it would be on along. If you would like some of the survival games, I think this might be one of them. Especially one aspect that I think you might actually enjoy, since you're into horror movies, is that this game does terror so <laughs> freaking well. Um, because there's noises in the ocean, and in some areas, all of a sudden, there's a huge Leviathan. Uh, being all of a sudden just you know attacking your your small submarine and your submarine is is getting crushed and you need to uh, get get out of there really really fast and things like that. It does terror so well and it's not. I, I wouldn't classify the thing is I wouldn't classify it as a horror game, but it does that aspect so much better <laughs> than a lot of horror games. It's it's crazy. Um, one night I was sitting and I was going somewhere and there was nothing around. Um, but I was, you, you know, th those uh, 
you know, Eastern horror movies, whether it's, you know, they don't have a lot of, you know, uh, mm-hmm. jump scares, but they all, they have that unsettling feeling all the way through the movie. And that you have that when you play the game. And all of a sudden, my girlfriend <laughs> wanted to say something to me. She said, you're standing behind me, put a hand on my shoulder. And I was, you know, freaking <laughs> I was freaking out because, you know, I was just in this, con- mm-hmm. this constant state of of, of uh, you know terror and unsettlement and then all of a sudden someone someone touched me from behind. and that's um that's kind of it goes yeah. along with the theme of like being underwater uh like underwater in itself mm-hmm. is like you know it's i'm comfortable in the water and yet going deep underwater like mm, mm, mm. i'm and that's the, i think that adds to it for me as well because i'm mm-hmm. not good underwater at all i i, <laughs> I panic when I get my head underwater, even if it's mm-hmm. just in a bathtub, almost. Um, so, so yes, yeah, so, so just just this this. So this was not always pleasant for me. But I think one thing that I that I realized was if I could um, swim down and I could see the bottom, so I had you know a reference of things, then it was all right. But if I was just swimming. Uh, if I wasn't following, you know, the the slope downward, if just swimming through mm-hmm. straight through, then all of a sudden you get to a point where you can't see anything. There's nothing to see because there's no land beneath you. It's so far da- uh, down, so you can't see it. That is that's the most unsettling <laughs> feeling. That you know, you're just swimming and you know you can't see anything, and you have a feeling that there might be a leviathan spawn point around here. Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you started the ex- uh, what is it? Is it just DLC or is it like an expansion? The Below Zero. Below Zero um, is I jumped into that one as well. It is a standalone game. Uh, I think it was originally thought to be a DLC, but it, it turned into a, uh, its standalone thing. Um, it's a completely new area, uh, new. A lot of the, the good old recipes are there, but there's also some new things that you can do and. It has been, I think it's been, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's been, um, I don't know, it, it, they just took all the, uh, they tr- I think they tried to just polish mm. it way more than, than, than the original was. Um, and something wo- some things worked quite well, some things didn't work quite so well. I think I, I still prefer the original um, after playing through. I haven't, I'm not, I haven't finished Below Zero, which is point that out so obviously my, 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 I still change my mind but I think one of the things with Below Zero is that it doesn't have the huge mm-hmm. open oceans uh, as much as the original did what they have instead is that there's a lot of ca- uh, caverns that you need to swim down into um, a lot more things to look at in these caverns and and on paper I guess it it, it works but Playing through it, I don't. I, mm. I, I just hate it by now, um, because I'm I'm looking for something and it's it's deep down and it's in a in, a, in some kind of cavern and I just can't find the proper entrance entrance and I can't find the spot the exact spot to go in to, to find these things where I'm stuck at. I've been stuck at it, at it for the past two and a half day now, I think, mm. and that's just annoying um, because at least with the original. Um, Sure, I did have to look up things towards the end, but when I then got into that, uh, you know, huge space, then I could find my way on my own and figure things out on my own. But here, I just need to find, you know, the proper, yeah, the, the exact proper place to win, and that's just annoying. So, 
the building's way better in this one that you have you know the base building they added some new things to it that makes you actually able to build something that is more like your own uh, place and where you know in, in the original you have certain kind of elements that you can put together but all your bases feel like the same and this one you can pick like a huge room and you can build your own walls inside of it and make small compartments inside of the larger room and things like that you can you can you the creativity in building a base is a little bit better in, in this one so and and there's more like uh, linear in quotation marks storyline it, it's a little bit more story based this one than not that the first one wasn't but it I feel like the first one, the story bits, you had okay. to go discover it yourself, and 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 that would progress the story. Where here you actually are getting pushed towards the story and where to go. So, so yeah, I, uh, from the two, I think I, I liked the original better um, overall. But uh, below sir it's, it's still it's still a, a, a pretty good game. Um, but but I but I think yeah I think one of the annoying thing is that that all of the mm. monsters sound the same I find in Below Zero where in, in Subnautica you you actually when you hear a sound you're like oh that's that beast I shouldn't be too worried about that ooh that sounds like a, like a, 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 a what's it called like a Leviathan I should get the hell out of here where in Below Zero I, I it's just that's a roar and I'm not sure mm. if it's one type or the other type and you know that just ruins gameplay for me because. I find that you know the sound scape of it is part of the gameplay as well. So, so yeah, I guess that's my quick review of Subnautica and Sub Subnautica Below Zero. Um, they still need to finish the storyline right. in Below Zero though. So, um, but but I don't I don't think it will change because of those caverns really. really <laughs> All awesome. right, there you have it. Uh, which means that it's up to me to bring us around to the traditional MMO portion of the show. Um, <laughs> Speaking of MMOs, my subscription for World of Warcraft oh. runs out tomorrow. For those who don't know, it's kind of a big deal. Marty doesn't usually let his uh, subscription lax. Nope. It's, I mean, it has happened once or twice <laughs> during the 15 years that I've played, but then I've usually subscribed within the, mon the, the month after or something. Which means like that the patch is going to come back. And yeah, something like that. Um, or, or, you know, I started playing again before mm -hmm. the, the subscription ran out and restopped. Um, but this is like the first time I'm like, actually not, you know, so what? Runs out. I haven't played, I haven't touched the game in, I don't know how long, since I started playing Subnautica four weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> how long um, ago it was. Well, I've been subbed still. <laughs> but um, a game that I've been subbed to is Swotor. And I had talked, I think, last time we were on the show, I had just finished up the Fallen Empire campaign, where we took down Arkin and had the choice to reclaim the throne or kind of just use the Eternal Throne as a um, more of just like a power piece. Um, but we were more of like the one that connected what, everything. What did you do to Arkin? Because you have a choice with him, right? To, you have a yes. choice to... to, to... You have the choice to attempt to shoot him down him or an him. attempt to let him go. I attempted to let him mm. go. Uh, okay, that's the same I did. So I'm just curious. What yeah, the other I didn't have that do, option, so. um, but um, okay. I did play the entirety of the next expansion as well. I just finished it up, I think, like last weekend or so. Um, and while it's still mm -hmm. enjoyable, I think that it's still not as good as the Fallen Empire campaign. Like the whole Arkin mm. thing, like. Yeah, they gave a lot of info on Valen, like, as an enemy, and you could tell, like, 
that she was going to play a bigger role later on. Um, but I didn't find her as interesting as I found Arkin. Um, like, she was more one-dimensional, right? Like, uh, more of, like, rage, and that was simply it. And they did make an attempt to give some background to her rage and um, in the latest expansion and talk about why she was the way she was. And it all comes down to Emperor Valkorion and the way that he does things. Um, and that was why she became the evil entity that she did. And I thought it was a really cool moment at the end where, like, all three of the characters like kind of faced down or i think it was all four it was senya the mother arkin the son valen the daughter and then you as the character face down the emperor and he's kind of kicking all your butts all at once um i thought that was kind of cool but at the same time it's like can this guy really be defeated like they kind of made him like this all-powerful entity that can't really be beaten um i thought it was a very interesting moment there but if there's one problem that I have with Sotor is that it's it's not like World of Warcraft where like World of Warcraft will have like that big moment and then it'll kind of cut to like an actual cutscene and it might look pretty decent. Um, where maybe it's not CG but it's using like very good in-game assets to kind of make something happen. First thing that even comes to mind, maybe even something more along the lines of like uh, like the Illidan scene where like uh the Nauru was trying to force their the light onto him like that was a really cool moment and i feel like swotor could have done something cool like that like in this moment of the emperor being taken down but unfortunately it just did it kind of with the in-game stuff and swotor is a bit of an older game so it just it didn't look yeah. the greatest it didn't feel the greatest but it did have a pretty decent like i enjoyed the whole story um, that whole two expansion arc and being able to play through it all at once. Biggest problem mm. is transitioning into the end expansion, which is the current one, because it just feels like it's mm -hmm. such a par down. And I think like World of Warcraft has this too, where like you just finished with this huge momentous thing, and then all of a sudden you're back down to mm -hmm. uh, the rebel alliance versus the empire or the horde versus the alliance like you're like how can i really be interested in yeah. this squabble after i just took down an mm -hmm. old god in world of warcraft or the evil emperor that was controlling yeah. the galaxy that's one thing that i find that i'm curious about you know when you after watching you get out of it is that at some not point, very I far know, i got like the it? first uh few quests okay and that's about it Okay, so I guess not a big spot. I think it will happen quite quickly after. Is that at some point? Oh, I picked pick sides. You picked side. Okay, um, and I'm just curious because you know I played, I played mm -hmm. one of my imperial character, um, and I was just obviously uh, you know I, I chose the imperial side. I mean, what's not mm -hmm. what, what's the big you know decision there? But I was just curious. What would happen? I did choose the other one. one. Um, I was a scoundrel, okay. which is traditionally on the good light side of the alliance, and I actually went imperial. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to see what that was like, mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of weird. It hasn't quite come to fruition, at least in like the quest that I've done. Essentially, what I am is I'm a double agent. Um, they're using me to mm. go behind enemy lines and circumvent 
certain things that they're trying to do as I do stuff for them. So it might be like, oh, let's help evacuate the villagers. But at the same time, I'm like sabotaging their long-term water supply. Yeah. It sounds like something that could be really cool, but I, I, I don't know. I'm just having a hard time seeing how that, how it would work out in, in the long run. But maybe I just have to play, I, play a yeah. character. Um, one thing that I thought was really cool, at least in the last expansion too, was that um, they started introducing more of the previous characters um, that were your companions. And I think we talked a little mm -hmm. bit about this as well. Where um, One of the characters, Vet, who is a companion... On one of my other characters, that's not quite that far in the story, is married mm -hmm. to her. And mm -hmm. no matter what character you choose, you always lose your companions going into certain expansions. And I want to see so bad what his reaction and what her reaction would be in that quest line. Like when he sees her pop up, I want to know what that interaction is like. Yeah. I was actually, which was kind of interesting. I was actually married as well on on my what was it, my sorcerer, I mm -hmm. think my imperial uh, uh, dark side sorcerer. Um, and to be honest, I, I sort of felt like you know I'm not really that this marriage is I'm not really interested <laughs> in that character anyway. But you know now we're married, it's fine. Um, so. <laughs> When we got out on the other side, you actually get to meet up with him, and and he's like, "Oh, yeah, you are you are alive. Should we? And I've missed you, and we get back together." And I was like, "Nope, I've I'm met fine. other people in the galaxy since then. <laughs> I've met other people. That's yeah. interesting. You didn't find you didn't come back wow. and find me. You on lost. <laughs> you were gone for five years, Mark. <laughs> so yeah." Um, not, not a big loss. But yeah, there. I'm still going along the Spotor train. Still enjoying it. I did take a little bit of a break. Um, and I'm actually going to discuss why I took a break right now. Because um, while I'm not huge into this scene, the Burning Crusade Classic Realm was released on Blizzard's End, which is the classic mm -hmm. version of the Burning Crusade, the first expansion of World of Warcraft. And I started playing it, and I started leveling up a shaman. A Draenei shaman, to be exact, because I'm not mm -hmm. stereotypical at all. And I'm really enjoying it. Um, for the first time, mm -hmm. I broke down my original barrier of add-ons in Classic. Uh, to this day, the Classic okay. characters that I created, I had zero add-ons. Because I was under this illusion that... No. In vanilla, no one used add-ons, and they just played the game the way it was intended. Oh, we did. And then I did some research no. and found out that was false, and that plenty <laughs> of people used add-ons, and in fact, some no. people went overboard with add-ons. Yep. That was an issue on... Because we had Wednesday was our raid night, so new patch <laughs> comes out, all the add-ons died, and some people just couldn't raid without the add-ons. So yeah, yeah. So what I downloaded is nothing too intrusive. I did download um, deadly boss mods, so that if I jump into a dungeon, I'm not mm -hmm. a complete scrub because there are differences in dungeons in retail wow versus classic and i don't want to be that guy especially if i'm just kind of jumping in with a random group of people <laughs> oh my god wielding caverns i used to be able to know my way around that place i don't remember it at all and 
retail version and classic <laughs> version is so different. Yeah, so I downloaded that. I downloaded a simple bag add-on, Bagnon, to make all my bags consolidated. Um, oh, I hate that. I don't. I, I, I don't like it. I I can't I can't deal with the all the different yeah. bags separate. Like I just want the one block. Um, I did that, and then I did download a quest add-on called Questy. Um, Mm-hmm. And it's not, it doesn't necessarily make it exactly how modern retail is, but it definitely points me in the right direction of where to go. And this add-on yeah. has probably single-handedly kept me involved um, because I was starting to feel that fatigue of like, I'm wandering around for a long time um, only to reread and realize that I'm heading in the wrong direction. And then I have to run all the way back. And while that's part mm-hmm. of the experience, it is an annoying part of the experience that for some people is just not enjoyable. And I'm one of those where I was starting to get bored no. because most of my time was just being spent running around. You know what, Mike? What we did back in the days was that we didn't have add-ons like that. Um, we asked in general to hey, where, where do I need to go for this? I, I can't figure it out. <laughs> they would be like, go over here. Maybe if they were advanced, or mm-hmm. like, here are the coordinates. And then you needed a, a coordinate add-on. But um, but normally it was just like, oh, do you know you, you, you remember that, that weird tree in the barrens? <laughs> yeah, go there and go left. Um, See, but despite it, what like, people say, like, if you look at the forum boards and people that love to comment in the YouTube videos, they act as if as if the classic chat is this saving grace of a, of a chat that like retail wow was horrible because it's all this <laughs> and my chat is just being spammed with either a people looking for guild members like it's just like hey we're a guild come by blah 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 it's filled with people looking for dungeons which is okay you know people looking for dungeon groups I don't know how anyone's getting invited because it just seems like it's scrolling way too quickly um and you never. S- what well, don't people use the, the different channels? Or because there's general, there is uh, uh, looking for group channel. Whatever is the default one channel. is like blown up. Okay, well then then it's people. Okay, then it's yeah, people so- using the wrong channels these days because back in, back in in obviously people still used sometimes the general channel but I think people are way more like hey use this channel and this yeah that, and nobody's pointing and anyone pointing in, the right in the right direction <laughs> because then you could. Yeah, no, because then you could just turn off, you know, I'd, I'm not interested in, in looking at the looking for group channel right now, so I'll just turn that off. Yeah. I, I don't care about a trade, so I'll just turn that channel off. Um, but I, I think, you know, mm-hmm. this game is 15 years old. Uh, to to bring back classic and think that everything will be the exact same thing, is, yeah. you know, of course it won't. You know, people have changed, um, and, and we have changed, everyone has changed, the world has changed. Uh, the only thing that has to change <laughs> is the World of Warcraft um, classic. Uh, no, but you know um, things change. And to be honest, you know by today's standards, I would probably the first thing I would do would probably in, in, install an add-on that would show me where to go because you know I'm, I've been there, done that, bought the T-shirt, and, and yeah, you know, I think that too small you're not that. losing too much of the experience because there still is that travel time of getting from place to place. The only thing that you're mm-hmm. kind of circumventing is rereading the quest log three or four times to remember exactly what direction you have to go. 
um, because I do remember like yeah. the general direction. Like it'll say southeast, and I'll go southeast. Well, southeast is a large area, so I just want to know like, can I pinpoint it just a little bit more within that area? I don't need to like be no. spending all this time searching all around. Um, so the add-on is not too intrusive. So no. I also feel like you know when we were playing, it wasn't we weren't necessarily you know, don't get me wrong when I say this but we weren't necessarily in a hurry either um, because you know we locked on we were hanging mm-hmm. out at the guild chat and chatting with people and being social and, and talking and uh, you know bantering around making jokes uh, helping each other and things like that so you know that I didn't that I didn't that I, I would have been gone in the wrong direction a little bit it wasn't a big deal um, because it wasn't necessarily the main thing why I was unlocked. Yeah, uh, one online. thing that I will I've noticed, even compared to when Classic launched versus the Burning Crusade Classic, is when I loaded up Classic, there were plenty of people that were randomly sending group invites for quests in the area. In the Burning mm-hmm. Crusade Classic, that's yeah. not as relevant. Um, like it's not popping up as much. Um, what I do see more now is actually. I'll see a lower level Drain Eye Shaman or whatever, and then there'll be a 60 plus character or a level 60 character that's running around with them that's just killing everything so that they can power level them. And I'm like, that's super annoying because, I mean, well, okay. it's not annoying unless they're killing things that I'm trying to kill. But nobody's like really asking, like, hey, does anyone want to group mm. up for this as much as what they were before? So no. that bit has been lost simply between the transition between classic T- classic launch and classic TPC launch. That all being said, I'm enjoying my time in there. It feels different than the modern game. Um, it's slower paced. I just kind of jump in there, have a good time for a little bit. Um, I'm not in a hurry rushing to max level. The quest add-on is just so that the time that I spend in there is not spent doing nothing that I can actually go in the right direction and have my goal and actively work towards it because I was starting to lose interest not working towards the goal. Yeah. I think that's a huge difference as well that, you know, these days we probably have a little bit more limited time to spend on gaming where, you know, back then, um, at least for me, I was so lucky that I had a job where, you know, we could plan our own... Basically, we could make our own schedule. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, because we could just trade shifts around us. So, you know, so what we would, a lot of us, because a lot of us were working together, actually, you know, we're all playing World of Warcraft. So we would all just, uh, you know, make sure that, all right, I have a lot of shifts in this period of time. And then I have, you know, two days off where I can just play World of Warcraft for two days Mm -hmm. straight, you know, uh, living the dream and, and, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, spend a lot of time just gaming. So... I definitely feel like today that's different. I have like a, a 37 hour work week um, that is Monday to Friday from 8 to, to 4 every day um, or 8 to 5 or whatever. Um, and then, you know, and then the rest of the time I'm, I'm spending on gaming and being tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> same 40 hour work week um, plus the time it takes to get home and get mm. to work and got adult things to do now i gotta make dinner i gotta feed the cat and stuff apparently the wife needs to eat occasionally too so what yeah turns out they have mm. to eat too um who knew um 
So yeah, like my time is limited and there's so many there's so many more games to play now too. Like right now I'm playing technically I'm playing three different MMOs at once. I'm playing Swotor, TBC Classic, and I'm playing Modern WoW. Like every Wednesday is still raid night. Like we're still going in to Castle mm. Nathria. Um I think we're just gearing up alts at this point. Like okay. I'm still on the priest, I don't care. Like I'm just like I just like hanging out. Um it gives me something to do every Wednesday, so I just go in there and hang out pretty much. Just do my heals for whatever three or six bosses we want to go through or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, right. that's pretty much it. And I'm thinking on throwing ESO in there as well. Um, You're crazy, man. <laughs> but from what I understand, ESO, there's a lot of story stuff, so I could treat it as a single-player story game for a while like I did with Full Tour. Yeah. I installed ESO not that long ago and jumped into it and were like, you know what, I actually don't like the game, the, the play style of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, uninstalled it again. And I was like, yep, that's it. Um, so, so, yeah. I mean, it's just not it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. It happens, it happens. But I'm pretty it sure does. that's it's all the games I've been playing. And while we didn't mention it, it's not even on the show notes. I have it downloaded and installed, but I plan on checking out Biomutant. Which is a very divisive game within oh, the reviews. Um, no, I am still subscribed okay. to EA Play. Ah, right. Okay. So, get it for Let free. Let me know, because I'm looking at it and, you know, it's something where I could see myself enjoy it, but it's also something where I'm like listening to the reviews and, and, and I mean there's a lot I've, I've, listened, I've looked at a lot of different reviews because it's something that does a lot of mixed yes. opinions about it so I'm, I'm a little bit you know on the fence it's a for me a $60 game and I'm like that's a lot of money I think it's $60 it's a, not an it's not a cheap game mm-hmm. at least um, so you know so so I'm a little so, so when the reviews are mixed I'm a little bit I don't know um you're like me so, with so survival yeah. games. Is that game really worth twenty bucks for me? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, so. it's a very mixed game. Like from what I've seen, is that like some people really love it, other people just don't like it. They feel mm. a bunch of different ways, and I'm. It's a perfect game for me to try to just make my own opinion, especially since technically I didn't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, one thing that is amazing that I realized that is amazing while I was have been playing Subnautica is that if, if something happens in the apartment like the doorbell rings whatever I can press the freaking escape button and it pauses ah. and I'm like <laughs> what the hell I'm not used to playing games where you know you're not constantly online mm-hmm. and you know need to park the character somewhere safe it's it's so it's so amazing that is um yeah like I don't play a lot of games these days that will allow you to pause and just kind of leave it there for a little bit um, it seems like everything I play is an MMO where the world is constantly moving or even if I play like Dark Souls like there is no pause there like everything is still kind of mm-hmm. happening around you so gotta find a safe spot Selena wants me to go take out the laundry hold on okay I don't want to leave mm-hmm. my classic character right here okay because they're gonna get ganked and mobbed or something like don't want to die nope. it's expensive to repair the <laughs> items yep that's it. Yeah. I think. I think that's it. We didn't even talk about D&D today. I think that's all right. Yeah. Things happened. It was a RP-filled adventure day. It's been RP-heavy. Ha- yeah. It's been RP-heavy. RP-heavy. Um, we'll have to... We'll change that yeah. up soon. Characters argued. Characters cried. Feelings were had. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yep. 
All right. Well, that's the show for this week. Um, thank you all for coming by. Um, like Marty said earlier, he didn't really uh, hammer it in, but um, there will be no episode next week. And that is simply because I am going to be working on the weekend. Lucky me. Um, transitioning from my school year job to the summer job. So I have to set up the camp before going back to work again on Monday. So I'm working Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be no fun. It's a full day of work, too. That's just the worst when you have to, you know, work. What is that? 10, 12 days in a row. That's just, that's rough. Man. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm feeling Yeah, it. so that's a thing. Um, but it happens every year that I've been doing this, so um, we'll be back eventually. <laughs> um, but until then, <laughs> thank you once again for coming out. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, maybe just let us know what the heck you're playing, what you're watching, how do you feel about reboots and remakes or anything along those lines, you could go ahead and email the show at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter, two nerds maybe more with the number two in front there. Or you can check out the website, tunersmaybemore.com, which has this episode and all of our previous episodes. Other than that, from myself and from Marty, thank you once again, and we'll see you all in the next one. Bye. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.